Netflix book club. Netflix book club. Yeah, I'm not doing this. Hey, welcome to Netflix book club, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Dennis Rooney. <laughs> I'm Steve McDonald. And uh, we got a good friend of mine here today, a uh, very special guest, stand-up comedian, actor. Are you an actor? I just threw that in. <laughs> I took acting classes once. You're an actor then. Joey once. G, your friend Joey G. Once. Hello, hello everybody. Once. Nice to see all of you. Yeah. It'll be good. Thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, thanks uh, for having me. I'm um, excited to talk about stuff. Anything you want to plug? Twitter off the top? Uh, what do I got coming up? You sound excited about it, that's for sure. Got any show dates coming up? Yeah, I just... Any you know, hot bits you're doing? Just follow me on Twitter, you know? Got a great friend, new Pursuit bit. Your friend Joey G, the Pursuit bit is really hitting. <laughs> uh, I also have a new one about, about brownies. Do you? Yeah. Right. The, f- the food or the, real, uh, the, or the children? Okay. Yeah. But it might not make it, but it, you know, it's, it could. But look for you on Twitter, your friend Joey your G. Your friend Joey G, yeah. All right. That's my tweet. My Follow Twitter. us on Twitter, at Flix Book Club. Subscribe on iTunes, all that stuff. How many followers do you guys have? On Twitter? Yeah. I think like 60. Oh. Which isn't terrible. We're only following like 100. It's all right. You're very... Listen, don't pick apart our podcast, I'm right? Come on, intro. Everybody everybody listening, do us a favor. Well, okay? I'm just saying the ratio is let us get us get us Let us break that three-digit number. Get us up to 100. Yeah, come on, to 100. Guys. Get more followers than following. That's really the most important metric. Yeah, that's true. We could just drop our following down <laughs> one day. <laughs> just stop following yeah, everybody. Yeah, that's uh, nonetheless. Uh, Joe, what yes. did you pick this week? Tell us, man. I picked the documentary mm-hmm. called Winter on Fire. Yep. Not the new Game of Thrones novel. No, is that a Game of Thrones novel? <laughs> no, but it sounds know. like sounds one. Kind of Winter certainly on Fire. sounds like a Game Listen, of Thrones this novel. This documentary is appropriately named for just the intense... The intensity of the documentary. Would you guys agree? I'd agree. It's intense as hell. Yeah. 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 So why'd you pick it? First of all, what made you watch this? Because when you threw this at me as your choice, I hit you up. I said, give me a few. And uh, you were already like steaming about this movie. which me- So you had seen it before. Yeah. You wanted us to watch it. Like, First of all, why did you watch it in the well, first you know place? you know why? Uh, a good friend of mine from the day job. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why you call it a day job. It, it's my job, you know. Comedy. I'm, oh, stop I'm it! Probably you're, losing money. You're in the service career. of comedy, though. That's um, your that's your purpose in life. So uh, this girl I worked with, good friend of mine. Shout out to Mac. Oh no! You watch this movie just no, to some no, girl. no, 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 no. Uh, we were both <laughs> like two like girl. we were like two like psycho liberals. Like we were constantly talking about how much we hated uh-huh. the government and stuff. So uh, you know, we were we were big into making a murderer. After making a murder, everybody wanted to watch another awesome documentary. Like it kind of left you like jonesing for more. Maybe the Thin Blue Line. Don't you think? The Thin Blue Line. You should watch if I you really like making a murder. Line would be better. You should listen to our episode after you watch the movie. You'll love that documentary. Or the Central. Or the, the Central Park the Five. Was another one. Sorry, I know that's not on Netflix. The Jinx but is oh, that's great. Okay. But you were you were you were jonesing for like good docs. Yeah, and I trusted her opinion because we were both kind of, you know, into the same stuff. And mm-hmm. she said it's political. You'll be super into it. Uh, so I was like, all right, let me check it out. And I just fired up one night, and I was like, holy shit, this is yeah. crazy. You know? Grabs you from, from go. The second it started. Yeah, they waste yeah. no time. So what's it about, essentially, this movie? It's basically about there was like a revolution in Ukraine. Yeah, two years ago that I didn't know about Nobody heard an idiot. anything about it, which I think is really? part of the reason why you they had You guys didn't know anything about this. Well, here's the thing. Steven, not only your line of work, but you in general, you've been a protester before. You're an, you would consider yourself an activist. You're politically minded and on top of these things. Me, the common idiot citizen, I had to watch a Netflix documentary to, to find out that there was a fantastic revolution in the Ukraine. Oh, God. 
Um, Say something, man. <laughs> Don't just stay, sit there judging me. Just, uh, just no. I'm just surprised. I'm just surprised that you guys didn't know that there was a revolution there. Well, like I had two heard, years heard ago. about Crimea afterwards. Yeah. Which I believe that this led to. I guess we can talk about that more later. But I didn't hear anything, and I, I felt like that was part of the reason why they had the revolution was because like the president was keeping this out of world news for the most part. If it was covered, Vice was probably the only ones covering it. Um, I mean, pl- tons of people were covering it. Vice was, I, I mean, I had friends, I like know people that were like on the ground. Okay. I know people that were like in that square. So like, that's... Did you know that kid? <laughs> no. Tell me that kid's walking around the offices. <laughs> uh, He's still wearing street signs. <laughs> 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 Sorry. He's like, I'm ready. Um... We'll get into let's let's hit yeah. the break let's before hit the break, uh, anything else. Um, uh, but, but stream it, Joe. Clearly, you love this one. Oh, stream it! Yeah, yeah. Like immediately, like the second you finish listening to this. Yeah. Watch it. If watch you it now. Watch it now, and then come back it's and listen. Inspiring. To it's educational. That's actually the first thing I thought of. I was like, "This is a very inspiring documentary." It's not yeah. gonna make. It, it's a sad story at times, but it's not gonna make you feel like shit at the end. Um, and even for me, someone who's not, especially that area of like. What is that? Eastern Europe? Yeah, it's Eastern Europe now because they got they they got <laughs> brought into Europe. So it's East like Eastern Europe. I don't know anything just, about that area. Correct. Don't laugh at my necessary. idiocy. I'm, I'm no no no. I'm I forward about no, it. No no. I understand. It's fine. It's just hilarious to me. Whatever. It's that moment of like where it's like they so I'm an idiot. A, <laughs> <laughs> it's just that it's like they showed a map in the first two minutes as to where yeah, Ukraine. Yeah, but then was. I had to remember where it lied in terms of uh, it lied haven't west played, of Russia, you but east Risk? of Europe. No, never did. Like That's a great game. Like that. Like literally, Ukraine is like it's is the linchpin. Really, I didn't. It's know one that. of the linchpins for like whether like taking over Europe or like like holding Europe or holding Russia. Okay, well, stream this movie. I think even if you're an idiot like me, um, and you can learn something. I learned something today watching this documentary, yeah. and I feel good. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna go with don't stream it. Wow, I'm surprised. Wow. Uh, I just want to leave right now. <laughs> I'm done. I'm o- I'm over it. Um. This is not the movie to play devil's advocate on, Stephen. It's not a matter of devil's advocate. I know with you. Okay, it's going to be a it's, matter of directing um, and shit. Apparently, I think it's it's uh, no, it's a very good documentary. Uh, oh, it's, you're okay. It's like like it is really really good. And if you're somebody who is like who like I don't know like that like if you're somebody who likes documentaries who or who like doesn't know much about the the revolution or if or anything like that like like I get it it makes sense to me um I just didn't like it personally it's a character thing we'll get into it all right all right fair enough I'm man just like you Joey really wants to murder me yeah in my, I mean you in my own home me pretty pretty early folks you know, um maybe we can fix this I'm feeling a Russia Ukraine thing going on let's hit the break yeah
And we're back. Okay, here's the thing, because it's two against one here. Well, um, it's not. No, no, no. You've already said you, it's a good documentary. It's it's a good movie, but you didn't personally like it. I'm more interested in that you said it's a character thing. I feel like because I, I found everyone in this movie guys, very likable. Guys, I feel like Yogachenkov, and I feel like everyone's against me. I mean, how can you uh, say it's a character thing? It's a documentary. It's not like, I don't like the way Scorsese <laughs> developed that guy. No, no, no. no. This, is the, this is the thing, is that, uh, is that they, as, as like a systematic retelling of like, okay, this is what happened. Like, here's what happened. From, from A to Z, hitting all the bullet points, hitting all the moments that were the most important along the way and the and why they happened here's what happened and i loved the way that they did like the little animation thing of like showing the map the map uh, like where they were and where they were going and like right. they would be like yeah we were on our way here but right here we got blockaded they made it very and then easy they would, to follow and that yeah where they made that really easy to follow which was amazing because with watching all of the things unfold in kiev like i had no idea what was going on like you have no recollection as to like where anything. Yeah, there's no proximity is, yeah. to anything. Right. You don't know where anything is. You don't know how far it is to get anywhere. Yeah. I'll just say like 15 minutes in, I paused the movie, and I mean it's when you're watching something on Netflix. Sometimes you have this luxury if you're watching right, it alone. Right. I just paused it and went to Wikipedia and was like, "How big is the Ukraine? How many people live there? Like, what are the how many yeah. major se- like? Because they were saying people were driving from all over. I'm like. It's Europe, so it could be a 45 minute drive, and they think that's people coming from all over. You know yeah, what I mean? True. But uh, yeah, so go on. But um, I don't remember any of the stats. I just looked them up. <laughs> I was gonna say, <laughs> is 45 minutes a I long think, ways? I think 44 million in the entire country, but um, not a huge place. I don't know. But this is my thing: is is that they uh, is that so they had all of these these characters that they that like they were obviously following from like kind of the get go. Um, like the kid, <coughs> like you had like the little kid. Like the little you kid. had like a couple different reporter people. You had a couple different, like you just had kind of some archetypes in a, in a way. Yeah, just you know, you got the kid. You got the the well-to-do citizens. You know, at one point he makes a point of saying like, "How desperate must the country have been when you have doctors and lawyers showing up to throw stones at the police?" Yeah. So you have like people of that status in society, yeah. and also through doing these archetypes, it also just makes it extremely relatable to like. Again, the average Joe. They start off with like, so I went home on Facebook, and that's how the whole thing got organized. And I was whole like, thing, yeah. I was like, Facebook? You organized it on Facebook? That's insane. It's impressive. Oh yeah, no, that's everything now. Yeah, but it. I know, but it's I Facebook I, and it, it's Facebook and Twitter, and it's confusing to all of us. Yeah. Uh, because we feel like it's supposed to be more than that. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, we're too busy promoting podcasts. So. Yeah. I mean, it's the same as I mean, it's the same as the civil rights movement and the fact that in the United States, because the reality is, is that they all. Like all of that stuff happened at churches, which that was just the Facebook of the day. Right, mm-hmm. it was where you could go and look at other people and judge them, and based town on, halls based predominantly on what they were wearing and their relationships. Right, that's that's Facebook. So wait, go um, back. I Sorry, you broke that down. That was good. <laughs> I want you to. I want you to get out exactly. Yeah, I want you to concisely what, say why you didn't enjoy this. Besides the I subtitles, which we have to be yeah. honest, must play a bit of a factor. They, they but it's not your fault. The subtitles, the subtitles. I'm dyslexic, so I have a hard time. He's dyslexic. Well, um, but this <laughs> is the thing: is is that uh, is that it wasn't it wasn't that though. I will say this is is that if you did look, um, like I did, you can not only change the subtitles into multiple languages, but you can dub it. Oh, did you dub it into multiple languages? Hmm. And the English one is 
hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I put it into that for about 15 minutes and then was like, can't do it. See, because you also kind of, uh, you kind of tainted it for yourself. Because there. also, no, I mean, I was like half an hour in, uh, but um, but I, I I clicked it over to that and hilariously the English one, which none of the other ones said this, and I don't know whether they did it or not, but the English one was like English, it was like English dialogue with uh with descriptions, which meant that there was like a guy, there was like a woman's voice that was doing like all of the oh that was for straight up blind people, and then there was a second one. <laughs> That would be like <laughs> there was Straight a man's voice. People. No, but there was a man's voice that would be like that would be like riot cops walking with helmets on, and then they would do a line of dialogue, and then it would be like man with beard, and then it would be like guy with beard talking, and somebody else like a different voice dubbing over that guy. And I was like, this is really weird. The revolution will be televised um, and dubbed and subtitled, and 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 just told to you. Like what's on what's <laughs> happening on screen was just being said to you verbatim. It was right. really weird. Um, so you're reading the movie, not like the characters. Uh, no, no. My problem was was that the development of those characters over time did not feel as uh, I didn't feel like I got to know them. I didn't feel like I got to like. I felt like I was there at the revolution with them on a very surface level, uh, but I didn't feel like I like. I like got into like who are these people past the rhetoric of like of like we want to be part of the EU. See, I felt full like stop. I like felt like it was I didn't just everybody. Like that was the whole point. Is right. there was millions of people of all different. No, yeah, I know, classes but, but what I'm saying is styles. what I'm saying is this: is that it's like like everybody is. Like, like to me, it's one of these things. It's like when you look into, like, when you look at the the uh, the U.S. Revolution, when we became a country, and the reality is, is that it's like you have all of the things that you don't, you have all of the things that are like that, like we all learned when we were in like you know elementary, middle, and high school, and all of that stuff is stuff where it's like it's all the facts, it's all the battles, it's all the different players that are involved. It's Washington and Jefferson and John Adams and you know Paul Revere and yeah, this that, yeah, and yeah. other. Uh, but what you don't hear about until like until now it's been circling around a lot now is kind of this thing where it's like where it's like oh well Jefferson was a complete asshole to like everybody he was a terrible public speaker but he was really good at writing John Adams a- a- like like Jefferson and uh, and Ben Franklin spent most of the war in France they weren't here they weren't in the United States it took them like six months to find out that the war was over and that they had won. Like nobody like like uh, Ben Franklin had a huge stake in the in uh, in the creating of the Constitution and all of those different things because he wanted to he owned the largest printing facilities in the country and wanted uh-huh. to print all the money. We get the analogy. Right, right. right. So right. the thing is, is that so what I'm saying is that it's like all of the stories behind <laughs> that main timeline, all of the stories behind that main timeline story are fascinating to me. And like, and they shape who those people are as humans. And I didn't feel like this documentary did that great of a job with the people that it had like. Access yeah, but it to. sounds like you were looking for a character profile documentary, and what you were, what you got though, was basically just a documentary covering a pretty broad thing. Like, like you know how me and Joe were like, we didn't hear anything about it. 
I think yeah. this movie is for people like us where it's like, hey, here's this thing that you probably didn't even really know that yeah. much about. We're not going to get into the specifics of the characters we show you on screen and their individual lives, but over these 90 days, here's what happened. And I also think the No, I know. And that's like I agree with that. Like that is good. It's and that's why I was like it's a good documentary if you mm-hmm. don't know a lot. If you if you <clears throat> like if you don't know a lot about this subject, if you uh want to see on the ground portrayals, it's really like the way it's shot, the way that it is cut is really uh is really like intense throughout the entire thing. It's just that what I would have liked would have been a little bit more human like like feel. You know, like I didn't feel like I didn't feel like holy shit, I hope none of them die. Really? Like that was my thing was that I was like it was was that they all I they I always had this moment where I was like I just like the people that I had seen in the future like in now mm-hmm. uh being interviewed I was like okay well you don't die because obviously because you're it's after the revolution and you're telling me about stuff but all the people that were on the ground I just I didn't really have this I couldn't discern them as like, oh, you're this guy, you're this guy in moments of battle and stuff like that, except for the kid. And yeah, like, so there were lots of... Yeah. I was just worried about the general population. Right. I think the, they framed it like that on purpose because it was all about how like, yeah, all these people are different and they have different lives and they do different things, but they're all just putting all of that aside to fight for the greater cause of what's best for all of them as a unit, as citizens, and as the future and present of Ukraine. And to me, that was what made it so powerful, was, like, it wasn't just about, like, one guy didn't want to go out of business and one kid was cut in school. Like, right. all those people were just a part of a cause that they realized were greater than them, their individual selves. At first, when they were showing, like, each of the characters that we would kind of get to know a little bit throughout the documentary that, that they were interviewing... They would, you know, say their profession, and I was like, what the fuck are they asking these guys for? It was like, you know, I mean, like I said earlier, you got your, like, your lawyer type, surgeon type, and then it was just like, this is just an activist. And it's like, why this activist? Like, what what makes this guy, you know what I mean? Right. But then I kind of got it as the film went on, where it was just like, it's just trying to show you the embodiment of the entire, like, population. That yeah. There was, like, pretty much, pretty much everybody was on board, except for, like, ex-cons who were, what were they called? Barushkas? The uh, what was the name of them? The I don't know. the army that was killing the people. Yeah, five dollars. <laughs> they looked like they looked like like uh, fucking stormtroopers, man. They looked like a villains and like a oh the movie, riot like cops. A, yeah, I mean, like everybody, everybody look like every country's riot cops look ridiculously yeah. terrifying. Yeah, they do. I guess ours are very terrifying. No, as yeah. Well. Can you like I've been face to face. I've been face to face with it. my favorite thing to, is that activists will regularly refer to them as Ninja Turtles. Do you oh, think they're funny. human? And it's cops? hilarious. <laughs> are they actually human? Do you think, or are they like being controlled? I think that. Um, I think that the like it's it's always amazing to me when um, when any group of people gets put together in a way where like they it's no longer about like subduing like like I, I i sorry i'm trying to think of the right way to put this cuz i see it in like like you'll see it in like american cops or you'll see it like in any like where it's like you'll chase after like they'll have to chase after somebody and so they'll like think feel like it's like their right to be allowed to like beat the hell out of them for a while yeah yeah yeah, yeah. where it's like where it's like 
it, it's no longer about like subduing the riot. It's about like bloodlust. Yeah, absolutely. And it, yeah. that's what I saw over and over with the like with those riot cops is that it's like he said it's like, eh, there's 15 of us beating the hell out of this guy for a while. And then, like, some yeah. of them leave and new guys come up to, like, kick him a couple times. Yeah. And it's like, that has nothing to do with, like, I'm going to, like, keep, like, like we're trying to keep peace yeah, we're trying in any to, way. Whether or it, not, yeah. That has, that has only to do with, like, that has only to do with, like, if you hurt somebody enough, they won't come back. Well, I think that was what they were trying. I think they were trying to show them, like, if you want to be a part of this, you're going to get fucked up. Like, yeah. if you want to come around yeah. here and be a part of this revolution, like, you better be ready for the consequence. Like, uh-huh. they were trying to scare them into stopping the revolution. You well, know? and and the thing is, is that that's, like, like one of the things that, uh, one of the things that happens all the time, like, in the United States with stuff, because I've been at uh, protests where protesters are getting the hell beaten out of them by cops. Right. And what you'll hear the cops say is, is, well, what the hell were you expecting to happen? And it's like, yeah, that's not supposed to happen. Right. Like, yeah. That's not, that's not, you're not supposed to do that. Like, that's literally, like, against what you are supposed to do. Yeah. Like, you are not supposed to take joy in beating the hell out of people just a little bit extra so that you can scare people away. Yeah. And, uh... And it got it just got more and more normal throughout the documentary where at first when you first see the protesters meet the riot cops, both sides are pretty much just like we're not going to back down. But we're like we're just kind of like it's kind of like that shoving. It's like the shoving before the fight, like the shoving before a high school fight. You know what I mean? Where it's like, yeah, we're not really doing anything yet. But all it takes is that one you see early on that one riot cop strikes. And then it's just a wave of then everyone just starts fighting. You know, yeah. I mean, all it takes is that one guy. Well, I and was surprised that first night. Like, I did not expect the riot cops to use that type of violence. Like, oh, after man. that first night when they surrounded them and they started beating them up like that, I, uh-huh. was like, yeah. I was like, shit. Like, I didn't think they could. They were going to do that. Like, that was crazy. Oh, yeah. There was a tinge of me, though, where I was like, okay, not just America. Like, when you get numbers like that who are, like, the authority, it's like they're going to abuse it. Dude, any, like... Like, it's lightly, I don't know, maybe it's just there's a little, maybe that's why this didn't have, like, this didn't have as large of an impact on me, is because that just feels, like, you, like hearing you say that, of like, wow, I didn't realize they would resort to that kind of violence kind of moment, is that I'm like, well, yeah, of course. Like, that's, like, they're, like, like they are people of authority, like, in a position like that. They're, they're in riot gear. They've got Yeah, stuff. but I just, oh, when I think of, like, Europe, and I guess that was part of the thing, was they, they want to be part of Europe where this sort of shit doesn't fly, you know what I mean? Or maybe not oh, fly that shit as flies, easily. That shit flies all over the place. Right, well, does, no, I mean, like, legitimately. Like, like you can look, you can turn to riots in Greece, you can turn to riots in Germany, you can turn to riots in the UK. Yeah, but... Well, Every everywhere. The thing is, okay. is that is that the the primary difference between the United States and uh, like the United States and and Europe when it comes to police officers is that like the riot tactics are actually pretty much the same because neither side really just open f- opens fire with live rounds immediately. Um, policing, just general policing, is very different because, like, in the UK, they don't have guns. So you'll have somebody... So, like, in the United States, it'll be, like, the cop showed up and within three seconds of seeing the guy holding 
something in his hand, the cop decided to kill him. And in the UK, that doesn't happen because they don't have guns. But the riot stuff, like, looks pretty much the same. Yeah, but the idea of, like, you can't wear certain hats and stuff, they were like, that sort of shit doesn't fly as ne- as easily in it Europe, shouldn't. I'd say. Like, when I think of Europe, I think of a place like Sweden or UK, something like that. And they were trying to, in my, what I saw in this documentary was them like, yes, we're trying to be that. We're not trying to be Russia. We want that. We don't want Russia. Yes. Like, what they wanted was was to be that. But also, the difference that I would say is is that there actually is a second way of going, (laughs) which is the opposite to, like... Like, there can be the comparison of, like, the United States to, like, riot police or anything like that to, uh, you know, to Sweden or Switzerland or Greece or Germany or anywhere like that. And those actually look very similar. The thing that you're noting is is actually the side that leans towards, like, Russia and China and, like, other third world countries where their riot police just look like people with AK-47s with live rounds in them. Right. And that's the difference. Well, and also, I wasn't, I wasn't like saying America compared to them. I, I, no, I no, mean, no. Like I know, I know exactly what I know exactly what you mean. Okay. In the sense that is like they want to lean towards that peace, more peaceful, less fucked up, mm-hmm. less corrupt, right. is somewhat um, <laughs> less corrupt on like a fa- like fun. lie to your face. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? In, in I the kind of way where got on stage, like, by the way, at the end, now, when he was delivering that, like, if we don't get a resignation by tomorrow at ten a.m. Like, vi- like, we will make yeah. the offense. And then he, like, dropped the mic, and I was like, oh, that's the dude right behind him. Yeah. I'm like, how did this guy... That was gangster as hell. It was gangster as hell. Well, and that no, guy was, like, 23. there right? trying to calm them all down the whole time. Yeah. That was the only thing I ever heard in the news was about Klitschko. Yeah. Um, but hold on, I have, a, I have a question for you. So, what I found, like, super inspiring was the people's resolve, right? I think that's probably what most people find so yeah. inspiring. And I wonder if, because you've had firsthand experience in... America's You're not going to ask who's got more resolve, are you? attempts at doing things like this ourselves. Yeah. And, you know, when, let's say like Occupy Wall Street, right? Like it went on for a few days. Then we started taking some lumps and everybody kind of said, fuck this shit. So I'm wondering if what I found inspiring, is, are you maybe... That is not what happened, but are but you okay. maybe a little jealous that like we aren't able to keep our revolutions going with as much momentum as they were over there? I think that... Um, I don't know if jealous is the right word, but I, you know what I'm saying. No, no, I mean, like, I like I think that... Can I expand for a second while you gather your answer? Because I can see the wheels turning. Yeah. No, no, seriously. No, 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 go for like, it. Like, I know what you mean, and that's kind of what I was touching on before when I mean, like, when I think of Europe, I think of Sweden, where it's like, things are pretty good, like, things are good over there, you know what I mean? For some reason, I think things are better in whatever way than it is in America. And then I watch a movie like this, and I'm like... Wow, look at all those young students getting together for a political yeah. protest that turns revolution and they don't go home. They all, well, I mean, I'm I don't sure think we can home. unify that well here. Like, but we also, can't get Joe, that many people yeah, but to also unify something that, well. that something that consoled me was also the sense of scale, too, I thought. Because granted, 44 million throughout the entire country, but like, the United States is big. But like we're def- we're bigger well, than the Ukraine, it's, right? It's, divi- it's big and it's <laughs> I just divided. started saying something. I realized I was like, I, you don't know if that's true, Dennis. I'm assuming the Ukraine is a smaller country than the United States, and therefore yes, easier the Ukraine, to like unify. We're 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 more than ten times the size. Okay, so both a little in, easier to like both in both in the amount of people and land mass. Yeah, that's the the thing with the United States is is that. Uh, like to me, a lot of it is a landmass problem. Like, right. it, we're just we're we're very big. We're very spread like, out. We're very spread out. 
and so and and like and the centers of population are um like it's not like with with somewhere like Ukraine where it's like there's only a couple big cities in the whole country. Right. And uh and and it's not like Egypt where they had the the Egyptian revolution years ago is that it's like it's only a couple big cities. So like if you're a young person you probably live in that big city and even if you live in the middle of nowhere it's like well it would be like if it would be like if the entirety of the United States was just like New York and New Jersey. The, right. the states, New York and New Jersey. Is that it's like yeah, there's people that live out in the middle of nowhere that think completely different than than people that live here, but the reality that it comes down to is is that it's like they're only a couple hours away and like and there's more of us than there are of them whereas like Iowa's really fucking far away and that's only halfway ac- that's not even halfway across the country from right. here like and so a mountain amassing people in a way that would that would have any kind of effect um is really uh difficult i think in the united states and then the other thing that I think is uh, the other thing that I think is very, it's it it we are so far removed from it at this point that uh, that nobody is like our our people are unwilling. Is that it's like the Ukraine is living through where it's like there are people that are like the older people who were the lawyers and the people like that that are throwing things, doing all that. Those are people who used to be under they were they were part of the USSR. Right. Like they were alive then. They mm-hmm. were adults then. They were like we don't have anybody that was alive under the rule of Britain. Yeah. And so the thing too, is, is that you know, we can, don't I, can I interrupt real quick? Real yeah. quick? Cuz we're talking about Occupy Wall Street essentially. We're comparing it to that a little bit. Yeah. A little and, bit. Uh, and my uh, yeah, a little I bit. Mean, and like that or like after Ferguson our or enemy, something. Our enemies in that were like faceless corporations and people in suits and buildings, whereas this yeah. this is such a specific guy where it's and like we want him out. You that's know? the thing that's is that and and like I think it's two things is that like along with that is that one like let's say that it that you did end up with like if we ended up with a dictatorial leader, um, which we might pretty soon, which we might right where it's like let's say we end up with Trump and we all are oh, you're like talking about Trump. Trump. Oh, was that not? Do you obvious? think it was Bernie Sanders? Uh, he's got, see, but that's he's the thing, got a ha- very big Facebook follower. <laughs> 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 to half the country, that's though, funny, Bernie is that funny. guy, right? And then to the other half, Trump is that guy. And I think yeah. that's our larger issue. And, and that's why we need Hillary, well, no, a nice is, medium. Is I'm just kidding. The <laughs> thing is, is that there's um, John Kasich. Uh, <laughs> who? I kind of like him. But um, he's got Parkinson's. But this is the thing: is is that uh, I don't like that. Um, like my my thing is is that like my problem with so- something like Occupy Wall Street, uh, some of the things that happened in Ferguson, uh, depending on the situation, um, or Baltimore or different places like that, is that uh, we have we have become very complacent in this country in this thing of that it's like protesters are supposed to act like Martin Luther King and that is it. You yeah. nonviolence one hundred percent. You have to. Do what police say. You have to do this, that, and another. You have to get beaten in the streets, and violence is not the answer. And the reality that it comes down to in a lot of cases is, is that it's like actually violence gets shit done pretty quickly. See, I'm on your side with that. Like, I said the same like thing. Like it's 
like it's kind of one of those things it's like that's like yeah would would occupy wall street have been been massively villainized had it immediately gone violent yeah but would would stock traders and derivatives traders think twice about doing some shady shit if occupy wall street had just literally stormed in and killed 150 traders on the floor well i'm not calling for that I'm not saying I'm not. We're I'm not, not calling for it, but if it I'm not happened, it would be that. extremely effective. But if though. that yeah. had happened, if like I know what if, you're saying, if if week two it had just been like it had just been like yeah, a bunch of guys got together with a bunch of AK-47s and they took out like the majority of the st- of the like the Wall Street trading floor. <laughs> That'd be fucked. It'd be really weird. But a lot but of you know change what? would happen. A lot of change would happen <laughs> in no. the same kind of way that's like if you that that just is like. What these guys said was was that they were protesters who were just squatting, who were doing the same thing as Occupy Wall Street was, who were doing the same thing that a lot of Ferguson was, and Oakland and different places, where they were like, we're just going to stay and we're going to fight against the cops. And then what that guy says at the very end is that he's like, is essentially that he's like, yeah, hey, we've gotten to the point now where all of us have become perfectly fine with dying on our way into killing you. So you're either going to leave tomorrow by 10 a.m. or we're going to come and we're going to kill you. Cool? Talk to you later. And then he drops the mic and he walks away. Right. And, and then the guy just makes that and face guess like, what? Oh. And, <laughs> and, and the like, thing shit. is, and the thing is, is that it's like fucking, it, like then all they have is security camera footage of the guy yeah, getting into his helicopter funny. and running that's away to crazy. Russia. I and po- it's like, and that's, and that's kind of my thing is, is that it's like when I... When I like, I am jealous over the fact that these are people who will stand to an extent of going, of going. No, like we we are done here. We're done here. The democratic process. It's not like they didn't have a democratic process. They had a democratic process. Well, they have one like we have one. You know, like very. That's controlled. what I'm. No, no, no. But that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. Is that it's like they had a democratic process. They had a parliament. They had a prime minister. They had all of these things. And they finally, like, th- they were so corrupt and they were so problematic that they finally just went, eh, nah, nah, we're not going to do this anymore. We wanted to be part of the EU. That was the what we wanted. And you, and you didn't want us to do that. And now you want us to be a part of this thing that our parents understand, like, what it means. Because being under the thumb of Russia was what people that would have been the age of our parents really understood. Because right. they had been part of the USSR. And so, like, that to me is one of those moments where it's like, that's what they really had on their side versus us. We have parents that are like, like, you have young people who are in the street and you have old people being like, being like, these youngins, they don't understand. We had a purpose. We fought for the war in Vietnam. That's what I want to point out is that one of the another the hu- another huge difference, uh, whether you think about Ferguson or Baltimore or uh, Zuccotti Park, is that um, you're really kind of getting like one kind of person there yeah. showing up to these things. Even the Zuccotti Park thing. Let's be honest, you get a lot of young people and a lot of weirdo types, which is fine and everything, but you're not getting. The mix that the Ukraine, like there were millions of people, there were old people, right, women, children, like yeah. everybody was showing up well, to this thing. And the thing is, is that places like Zuccotti Park had that, but but not to this degree and not to this scale. Not to though. this, not to this degree, not to this scale, and not you with just because you got some weirdo New York old rich guy <laughs> walking around doesn't mean that like wow, look at all the <laughs> right, you know? right. Well, and not to this extent. <laughs> I mean, guy. the thing that the thing that you the thing that the United States is essentially facing at this present, uh, like at this point. And it's died down a lot, 
uh, in the last couple of years. But basically what they're coming to at this point is, is like, like poor people in America being like, cool. Yeah. You can keep buying yachts and you can keep having all that stuff. If you, if you screw me over one more time, I'm just going to come to your house and I'm going to murder you. Let's just do that. Like that's what rich people don't understand now in the United States. That's what's going on in the United States. What's happening? What's happening across the United States is that people get ready to murder people. If you had, if you had the two thousand and eight downturn that happened because of the housing market, again, right now, it's, there are it's people who haven't even recovered that from way. that. Mm-hmm. And and those people would be like, "Cool, look, if we're gonna have an oligarchy, like I've got guns, I'm just gonna go take your shit." And that's and that's the thing that's like that's that's the step that I feel like is like happened in Ukraine that didn't happen here is that they were watching an active thing happen. Like Yogachenkov was like, we're going to go side with Russia. And they were like, "Uh uh-uh, no, 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 no. This is a thing that you're trying to do and we're not going to let it happen. Yeah, I think it's it's an unfair comparison. Well, no, Joe. but in <laughs> See, the I United States, we, we react to things that are falling apart. There's very few things that are like, we're going to go after something that's being put into place. See, I th- the problem is like, the problem I think, first of all, I think we're the ones to blame, right? Because you have rich people, you have poor people, and then you have this whole other scope in the middle. Like, there's more and more disparity between yeah. what used to... There's less people in the middle and more people on the far ends of the spectrum now, right? Which is a yeah. whole problem unto itself. But I think, like, the issue is, let's say what happened in Ukraine happened in the United States. Something something comparable, right? Like, we wanted to do... Every freaking citizen wanted to do some trade pact with Canada. Then the government shut it down. What would happen is, like, someone would go on TV that half of this country voted for and would be like, no, no, this is a good thing. And everybody just fucking takes their word for it. Like everybody would just be like, "Well, he said it's a good thing, so I'm not gonna, not yeah. gonna disagree with him." And it's like, no, question that shit. Like maybe it's not a good thing. Fucking question it. We don't. I feel like we don't question things enough here. I think that uh, I I agree with you on that. Definitely a more I uh, think that docile we would youth of today. I'd say than we've had in the past. I just think they do a good job what, of controlling the, youth, the news the we now? get. No. What we do. Yeah, like the youth now isn't... As, no, they're uh, incredibly connected. No, it's not connected. I'm, sa- I'm not saying they're not connected. How can they not be connected with technology? But the initial spark of like question everything, don't take things for face value. I, people are very... I think kids today are very easily to be I like, think I'll just go to school and go on uh, go on the computer and uh, I think watch that that, shows. And, you know. I think that that is reasonably true. I think that if you were having something that was as large as what was happening in the Ukraine, because literally what that would be is, is that they would be going... It would be the U.S. It would be Barack Obama coming on to the national stage and saying, hey, guys... Uh, remember how we were gonna we were about to have an election and we were going to be a part of the United States still. Uh, we have decided as the president that we are going to be part of the UK again. You guys cool with that? Like I might be okay with being part of the UK. I mean like if Barack comes out and says you guys can stay with me and not go with Trump next year, I'll be <laughs> like, let's do this. Give me a fucking let's give me a gun and let's do this shit, Barack. Um I stay with you. Well, no, and that's kind of the thing is that it's like, I think that that's one of the, like, it was a very, very large shift in Kiev uh, with what they were doing. Um, It was going from being, like, 
it was going from being like progressively moving forward into like we are going to become our own like we are our own country that's going to live on its own i mean like like there's still war being fought in the ukraine right now yeah, yeah, yeah uh that's what i kept hoping towards the end of the documentary i was like I was like, this documentary is going to end, and then there's going to be a blurb about like what's happened since you know the end well, of yeah, filming. It and I was like, I hope they're doing okay. <laughs> like, I don't know. And it's like, I no, could have looked this no, up already. No, well, they're doing better though, right? I mean, compared uh, compared to under it what's his name's on, control. I mean, yeah. it depends on what you. Yeah. It depends on your position. Well, they're but still see, moving forward. It depends on what better means. Well, the Netflix Netflix's position. In this documentary, which is the position of the youth and all those people fighting for revolution, is they're still closer than they were uh, at the start of this documentary when they were all on Facebook. Still, yeah. Would you agree? I think mo- I think most. Well, people now their agree. former president is just in Russia, just pulling the same strings of fuck yeah, these just people, just sucking Putin's cock. <laughs> <laughs> but would you say that this? I these mean, you kind of have to. Mm. He like looks at you with those dead shark eyes. <laughs> He's in a frightening person. But see, I feel like these last points we're making about like. The U.S. being a more individualistic society goes back to, like, your first objection to the documentary and us saying, like, no, that was the that was what I liked the most about it was that they put their individual interests aside to do something for the greater good. Whereas, yeah. like, a lot of people, like, our age and younger, for some reason just seem, like... You know what? Sidetrack. After I, I don't know. After talking about it this much, this is what this is what I would say is like what I. This is what would have done it for me to make me to push me into that realm of like of like stream the fuck out of this movie is had you just started with some of it in the sense that is like I put it all I like we all put our things aside. I'm a lawyer. He's a baker. This kid's supposed to be going to school. That person's an old man who's a retired army person. We all came together is that had I seen the guy at his law practice in some capacity and then and then had that moment where it's like where it's like fuck me that's like this is what he's giving up he's giving up a cushy life with a family and a nice job and a car and like and a good house because of this thing and this kid is like and this kid is running away from an education where he's about to go and do whatever and he isn't hanging but out with his all these things friends and all the things and not showing them that's enough to make you give it a well, not no, stream but it that's, though that's the thing is is that it's without having those things the whole thing just becomes a uh, a series of a bullet story. it becomes a it becomes a series of bullet points and it becomes a it becomes a news story. And you story. were reading this news story for the second time. You yeah. heard me and Joe and were like, "What happened two yeah. years ago?" That's the thing is that you guys are like, you guys are like, "What happened in Kiev?" So this and is kind of like, like brushing yeah, this up. Well, in Kiev. well, we all got to agree with this. And uh, every time a documentary comes up, this is always one of my biggest things. And this fucking great raw footage. Oh yeah, Fan- dude. And like it plays out at times like it's a movie beautiful. where they're like, and that the guy he was bringing in a stretcher and then he got shot and you're like. Oh, it's this guy right now yep. with the sh- he's about to get and then he gets shot and you're like this is very No, no, no. and that this and this impressive. movie this movie did an amazing job at that and it did an amazing job at like I hope there's a sequel. Being a good movie. That's a horrible thing to ask <laughs> for. <laughs> it's already been happening. I just want You think you think I'm a bad person. <laughs> no, not at all. I agree with your point that that would have been like a good way that's, to make yeah, it that's, even more inspiring. That's kind of that's kind of like my guy, thing. Like, is that that's what I really <laughs> wanted. <laughs> <laughs> I, gotta go. <laughs> I have to do it, Teresa. <laughs> <But then laughs> call the office. <laughs> yeah. 
Like maybe some like music what in the background. Like Teresa. Ah. He has that moment, you know, where they're like, well, you could pay a hundred grand for this case. And then he like looks at his TV and he sees people getting clubbed. And he he's sees like, his buddy who already left like, the office the day before. Yeah. He sees his window washer <laughs> and he's like, I got to go help Gerald. Such a great yeah. tinge of uh, happiness. I just want to get this in. We're going to wrap up. But such a great tinge of happiness. After watching these uh, nonviolent protesters get the shit knocked out of them for about 45 minutes to an hour, when you see that first riot cop start backing up and getting overnumbered, and oh, you see the great. And you oh. see the old dude in the oh, red yeah. jacket, though, just like runs up to him, doesn't even hit him, never lays it, never gets a swing in, but he just kind of runs up to him like, ah! And then everyone <laughs> else, and he just runs away, like onto the next one, this old man, you know? I, uh, yeah, the... It Violence was, not the answer, but it felt good. It was amazing minutes. to me to watch, like, the first riot cops where they got, like, they got beaten and then they like got up and carried each other off or whatever. Was it just like as they were huffing and puffing when they got back to their like lineup of dudes, I just had this moment where I was like in my head just listening to them just going, Jesus, these people are animals. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, and it's just this moment where it's like, where it's like, did you not see you do? Do you realize what you've done? Yeah. Do you, do you realize the faceless thing? goons? <laughs> like, see, I was hoping they were gonna turn the corner at that point. I'm like, I thought that was gonna be. I was gonna be like, hey, they did it. They the, won. Oh, I thought you were gonna say like the riot cops turned I around and were like, you know, cops for the people that finally took no, hold. That would have been great. I thought at one point, like, remember that one you, point where the see, old people yeah. were, and you could see it in the younger cops' faces, yeah. like, fuck, should I be with these people? I thought like I they would get them to like split up a little. I but, definitely, yeah. I definitely had a moment when I was watching this thing where I was like, man. What must it be like to be one of those fucking guys? One of those old people? No, no, no. <laughs> like, to be man, one of those. My whole life. <laughs> to be one <laughs> of those. Doesn't ever get quiet around here. Because <laughs> I knew how it ended. So, like, to be one of the riot cops, and it's like I know how it ends. Is that I'm like, God, must what must it be like to be that guy living in town, just trying to pretend that he was never oh, a riot yeah. cop? <laughs> Yeah, because they got broken up. Yeah, because like they got broken up. They're no longer a part of that. And it's like, and it's like, oh yeah, Jimmy down the street, that fucking asshole. Jimmy, yeah. uh, Jimmy, Remember, I know you're here to apply hey. to work at Target. Says there's an eight-year gap in your uh, work history. <laughs> what? What's up with that? <laughs> just, just you know, I mean, I was uh, finding myself. Oh, buddy, yeah, I was. Uh, I was the streets with people's blood. Traveling. <laughs> no, I wasn't here for that. Yeah, I was on. I was on vacation. Yeah. Um. So I, that's, I gotta go. I'm gonna stick with stream it. We gotta wrap up. Uh, but uh, I, thank you for making me watch 100%. this. Man. I uh, I yeah. like once again. I will close out with the fact that it's like I'm gonna say don't stream it, but I'm gonna say it's a great documentary. Don't be hurt, Joe. We get these all the time. Sometimes yeah. it's me. Sometimes I gotta be like, listen, it's a great movie, but in terms of like stream it, don't stream it. I gotta go with no. He said say, don't stream. I still it. think he's wrong. I would but. say he said, he said to the don't person stream the most it. Twitter followers here. <laughs> <laughs> he said don't stream it to fucking Blade Runner last week. Yeah, well, dude. Does that mean anything to you, Joe? Have you seen it? I mean, Dennis's opinions are just all over the map on <laughs> life in general. So he's he's, yeah. un, he's an unpredictable creature. Anyway, Stephen, uh, Joey, again, thank you for being on. Plug your Twitter again. Your hey, friend, four hundred ninety-one followers. Obviously, I you got say me things that people people realize are very valid. And you got me by like one thirty, such as stream it. Uh, <laughs> But anyway, thanks so much for having me. I respect everybody's opinion here. Definitely stream it. <laughs> Dude, I hope you'll be back on in uh, a couple uh, months or weeks or whatever. Yeah, but, no, uh, this is a lot of fun. Thanks, we'll, uh, we'll thanks Let's pick one me. that you and me will like, that Dennis will hate, and then we can just gang up on him. That there would be go. fun. That would be great. That could end in violence. That could end up like, like Ukraine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, subscribe on iTunes. Tweet at us at Flix Book Club. Uh, we're on Stitcher. Thanks for listening. Comment. Get at us. Everybody say goodbye. Bye. Peace. Bye.